With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We were deciding whether we were going to rock or we were going to roll today. Um, But in the green room, I I think we're, we're ready for both. Uh, Mm. The fans are demanding it. We're getting close. Everyone knows it. Our listeners are, are ready for that million dollar lineup. Maddie, what say you? I feel good about approving purchases beforehand. If anybody wants to make any large ones, significant purchases, I think this is probably the week to do it. So you know, save the receipts, obviously, because that's just smart business. Don't be an idiot, but um, go out and buy buy a boat, buy some stuff, get after it, because we're going to win. This is the week. It feels like the week. I, I've been saving receipts. Um, yeah, I know you have. <laughs> but Alex, uh, rocking the Sterling Street Brewery hat, no yeah. one can see it. You must have been enthusiastic about um, the the recording on Tuesday. How did you feel? Did you give it a listen? Oh, I gave it a listen. Loved it. Wanted to bring uh, your new sponsors into the podcast. You know, it's great to bring a visual representation to an mm-hmm. audio medium. Um, yeah, of so course. I'm very good at podcasting right now, but it was a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Are you upset that, that Mace wouldn't... Um, sponsor the <laughs> this show and and was reserving his funding for for the uh the tuesday or monday drop now mace doesn't upset me he gets a free pass yeah that's fair yeah he's uh let's take it out of time, yeah he's had a sponsorships over there so uh you know it, we go as he says and that's just what it's gonna be we'll find somebody else for this one schlitz or something hams <laughs> any of them anything really any brand of ham yeah oh no i think they probably won't take that call i would imagine no. <laughs> they've given up <laughs> so alex everyone has been waiting for a week um to get your take on your your player of the week um you you've been consistent kenneth walker is now like eighty three hundred dollars so mm-hmm. no one can afford him um yeah i don't think i'm doing anything magic here it's more just finding value in taking advantage of other people's unfortunate situations right mm -hmm. uh this week's a little bit different uh i'm gonna go with raheem mostert this week uh and the reason behind that is i he had a bad week last week he's looking for a bounce back playing a bears defense that just got toasted by tony pollard last week for 100 and almost 50 yards and three touchdowns so I think that he's set for a week and a comeback right now. Do you have any concerns at all with Wilson? Only because, and I'm asking because I don't even know how I feel about this. He's new. Guys generally in their first week with a new team don't come right in and take any work. But he's kind of not new to the people that matter in Miami. So is there any concern there? Or do you no, think most of them was already at his ceiling anyway? 
I yeah. think, you know, as we get further into the year, yeah. But I think we've got one to two weeks where he's still a viable option is like yeah. a, a running back too. And and in all honesty, Gibby, if we're looking at Mostert's yep. game log, what what more can we really expect from Mostert from here? Right. That's he's kind of like at his peak. You know, those two 20 point games are kind of like you you'd be very happy with that outcome at 65. Well, and and he hasn't gotten into the end zone yep. with any frequency. And I feel like there are only so many times that like Tyreek Hill doesn't get tackled at the one yard line or Waddle yeah. like, you know, doesn't get down to the five and they give it to Mostert and yep. it's, it's, you know, so I like it. I I think the value is right. Um, who am I to judge Alex and say like, Hey, fair. You've been bringing us gifts nuggets, golden nuggets a week, sprinkling um, us. It wasn't on the top of my radar, but like he's getting the the attention, like five targets, 15 carries, four targets, 14 carries, 18 carries. Like, so it's the volume is there and it's just a matter of time until he gets into the end zone and he scored. I think like I'm looking at it. One receiving touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Um Saves yeah. us some cash too. We can get a little. Well, wild that's what receiver. I like. Get him and a yeah. cheap tight end in defense, and we've got uh, we get some room here. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's a nice start. I and I was, you know, my if my quarterback play is a cheaper quarterback play, just because I don't. I mean, there's really two options in my mind, and I don't. I don't know how contrarian we can get here, but I think a lot of people are going to play Kyler Murray. Seattle's defense has been sneaky good though. So we wanted that game to be a shootout last week and it wasn't. And so we didn't yep. really get the outcome we were looking for there. I think you could pick your pick your poison with Cousins and Heineke. That's kind of the game I'm looking at. That feels like the game that no one's really talking about. The Vikings are are somewhat fraudulent. They definitely do not have any kind of a lockdown defense. Yeah. And the commanders are just chucking it all over like Heineke's basically Winston. They just chuck, he's just chucking prayer yards up. So I think those two guys allow you to save some money. And if I'm going to pick that game, I'll probably just take Heineke to be honest, because he's like a thousand seven hundred something dollars cheaper than cousins. And it frees us up. Cause I think you got to pay up Gibby. I'll let you make this call. I think we have to pay up at running back this week. Outside Doesn't of this division feel like tight end this week. Like you're either going to get the top two, right. And mm-hmm. go big, or you're yep. going to find value there and you're going to spend less. I, I kind of feel that way about defense this week. We'll get there, but I looked through the defenses yep. and it's like, these are all really gross. And I don't know which dart to throw at the bottom, but there's a really good couple of options at the top. So this gives us the opportunity to do that as well. We'll see where we go with it. But yeah, I think I'm going to play Heineke. I think it's a good pivot and he's got YOLO balls just getting ready to send people into orbit with. So I'm going <laughs> Heineke. <laughs> so so I I... It went like every single thing that I hate about the NFL. I was thinking about this week in terms of setting my lineup. Um, and Going and to I'll start with defense, and I don't think it's a secret that I'm I'm not the biggest New England Patriots fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but you're a fan of of millions of dollars. I mean, in fantasy how points. many times do we have to see Belichick go up against a rookie quarterback or like a a quarterback yep. making a second start. Yep. Um, 
And I think it's a no brainer. And when you talked about it last week, Alex, I thought about like, you know, what do you want from your defense? And you're paying a premium for 4,900 on the Patriots, but there are going to be interceptions. They've been picking balls off left and right. Judon's going to get a sack or two. Yeah. And, and like you, you want 10 points, but like there could be a 20 point game out of the Patriots. They just add one. They Mm -hmm. just add one a month, like a month ago. So yeah. And yeah. And I think like, this is even more disturbing um, of an offense than what Taylor's not going to play. So they're not going to be able to, not that he's been doing anything, but they're not going to be able to move the ball. Yeah. And so anyway, um, I know we're, we're kind of like, Back ending this, but I'd I'd like to see what we have for money for like uh wide receivers and tight end or, mm-hmm. or wide receivers and running back. Um tight end. I picked out a game that I love and I, I think this guy has been like this is kind of the the Alex world. Um that was one of my picks. I, I'm I'm on him this week. Yeah, Gerald yeah. Everett. I love no this. There's no one um, left to throw to there. I mean, since Mike Williams went down seven targets, nine targets, um, again, not getting into the end zone as frequently. King Allen's not fully healthy. I think let's like pencil him in. Um, I'm willing to move off of him for for someone else, but I think you know there's there's a huge opportunity there. Um yeah, so I was going in like I was thinking, okay. You know what? I hate the Chargers. I hate the Patriots. I, I won't say hate. I dislike. Yeah, like we're we're water here, right? <laughs> I mean, you're the only one that brings that up. Ab <laughs> Ab and I don't like whenever it comes up. I'm like Patriots. Like it doesn't matter to me. So I'm passionate. I hey, and we don't want my heart. we don't want less passion from you. We just want you to know that. Sometimes we agree with you and sometimes um, we don't care. <laughs> that's about the, the level. I don't want to speak for AB, but that's about the level of indifference that we have towards that. Uh, Tarbell wants to hear that. He's yeah. your audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I was thinking like Justin Herbert and. Oh, he's been so bad. Charger. Herbert's been so bad. He just hasn't done anything uh, all do year. You think coming off a of bye week, like. No, when he hurt those ribs, I remember reading about yeah. that when it first happened. That's an injury that you you that that lingers for multiple months. Like you, you cracked a rib. Every breath you take, shout out Sting, is <laughs> is gonna jam you up. So I don't think I don't think that's like I think it's a combination of things. That team has been playing very well. The offensive line isn't what it need what it was last yeah. year. They don't have weapons. Out, right? Yeah. So it's just like a combination of things, but I don't think I mean, you can't play Eckler this week in a tournament because everybody's going to try to jam him in because I don't know how he fails, but he's also crazy expensive. But yep. Herbert just hasn't given you that upside. The splash. Do you weeks. build a stack around a guy that's had one touchdown catch all year? Yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Um, yep. Speaking yep. of the Chargers, before we we build out the wide receivers and the other running back. Um, there's a Bosa on that team. Yeah. We were talking about this offline. Like mm-hmm. who is less likable? Um, and, and who, who like what brother tandem? We're not talking about the best tandem of brothers. Like their life, just their life, their, 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 their presence. Um, 
the Bosas or the Watts? Um, who would you rather hang out with? Who would you rather have on your team? Alex. I don't think I'd vibe with any of the brothers personally, <laughs> but I think that I would stick away from the Watts more. And I think that's more just their celebrity face that they tend to have. Is it like the J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson type of, and not to bring in the Broncos. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> no, I think you need to. I think you need to because we got to. Gotta... Similar enough, like corny. No. So on the cringe scale, as of right now in this moment, Russ is at the very top of, there's nobody that can touch him. I mean, he's in another galaxy. So he is the top of the cringe scale. And then the bottom would be like Taylor Swift, right? Pure, wholesome, all American. No, no cringe. When Taylor, when Taylor's talking, everybody's like, yeah, I'm interested in what she's got to say. I'm not writing it off. So somewhere on that spectrum is where the Watt and the Bosa brothers live. And I will admit to you, I have not read up. I don't. So maybe this is my answer. I have. Not, I don't hear about the Bosas a lot. I don't hear yep. about them in the like even in like this cesspool of a of an environment we have with reporting and news and all of this on Twitter. I never hear about the Bosas. And the only time I hear about the Watts is when JJ Watts doing something really cool for somebody. So my answer is. I don't know who I pick between them, but on the cringe scale, they are much closer to T Swift than Russ for me. The Boses, both sets of families. I don't put either of them any anywhere past like even the middle of that scale because I don't hear anything bad about them. I just don't. We're, we're devolving, but where do you put Tom Hanks on this Swift uh, mm. Wilson scale? Mm, the old Below Swift. Swift. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, he's down in the season the Swift zone for sure. Yeah, right, so it just became the Hanks Wilson scale. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep adding names to it as we find people who live on either pole of the scale that I just created two minutes ago. But yeah, that's my that's my vote. Do you have a strong Bosa Watt take that I wasn't aware of? Um, you know, I think I relate to JJ uh, Watt more than I would have um, okay. as of six months ago once the Denver Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> and like he is he does a million great things for humanity for like charity and all of it seems genuine, but it doesn't seem that genuine. Like it seems (laughs) like, Hey, I'm donating $5 million. That's fair. Hurricane relief. Um, But I'm also JJ Watt and like, come check out my, my report, my like Twitter feed um, or whatever he's doing. So, um, but with that being said, because he's closer to Russell Wilson, I'm going with the Watts. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to keep a close eye on both of those families. It wasn't the Bosa's, is it like the mom or the dad bonkers or something? Um, well, yeah, like Joey, when he came into the league, like was demanding. Oh, that's right. He went he Eli like with it. Rookie scale salary regardless. Mm-hmm. But he, mm-hmm. he held out to try yeah. and get like more money or whatever. Yeah. And uh and the dad's um I'll just say he's probably not Rick's favorite. Let me ask you this real quick before we pivot out of here and finish the lineup and just give me a quick answer on it. Where do you put Gronk on that scale? Oh, Gronk um higher than Russell Wilson. Oh, see Gronk. See that's your bias now is you talking from a cringe everybody. level? Oh no yeah. way. No way. No way. All right. Let's, 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 let's table this. I think we no. might want to come back to it and collect our thoughts. 
because you're gonna I'm gonna get a text from you in a few hours where you're like, hey, I'm sorry, I actually thought more about it, and Gronk isn't quite as bad as Russ. And I'm gonna say, Gibby, it's okay. We're all human. No um big deal. I'll I'll send you a text later, but not to a <laughs> perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So we need another running back from you. Plug all right. It. This one's easy. And you guys can can talk me off this ledge. I I thought really hard about Khalil Herbert. Like, mm-hmm. just he's doing everything you want from a guy that is getting to that next level of mm-hmm. superstardom where I think he's getting to. Um, and I was looking to save money. And on the other, uh, uh, actually, now it's a stack. Um, yep. My namesake, yep. my cousin Antonio Gibson. Yeah, Tone. Cousin Tone. I, I've been I've been thinking that's not a bad little mini stack, and the price is right there. Yeah, at sixty one hundred, and he's he performs well when Heineke is is starting. Um, well, he's got he's got the JD McKissick role now. He just usurped yeah. him. He took it, so he's got all the passing game work, and then maybe he stumbles into a goal line carry. Brian Robinson is slower than anything that's the slowest thing in the world whatever it is like he's he's a plotter so like he's not the guy to do anything explosive i mean the total touches aren't there to be honest Uh, but he's getting into the end zone and for 6100 it it allows you to like really build up the wide receiver room and maybe someone on the flex side too um but you know what this play feels like it feels like when you used to be able to play james white against certain teams in during prime Brady years where he was going to yep. get seven, eight, nine targets. And maybe it would be seven for 58 and a touchdown. That's enough. Right. That's enough and, to if, get home. and if this game gets into the, you know, 50 total point range, mm-hmm. like he's, he's going to see six or seven targets. Um, yep. Yep. In that same price range, if depending on, I haven't seen the reports this week, if, if um, Cordell Patterson's going to play, but if he doesn't, whoever in this case, it would be Algier. His matchup's really good. If we think the Chargers are going to score a bunch of points and everybody's going to play those guys, you need a run back option. You need somebody who's going to score some points coming back. They've been running the ball really well, and the Chargers do not defend the run well at all. So that's a backup option if we need it. But I like Gibson a lot. I like all Gibsons. Yeah, thank you. Um, Antonio appreciates it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you let him know when he comes by for Christmas. AB, you got any other mini running back locks you feel good about or just Mostert? No, I, I like this one. I like the Gibson and Mostert lineup. Now, uh, you know, this is one of those weeks, too, where I feel like if we're going to put money somewhere, let's put it in wide receivers. Let's yep. get some touches, and we've got a lot of money left for three wide receivers and a flex. Yep. Um, so there's a couple different ways we can go about this, but I want to start with the theme that we've got here, kind of saving a little bit of money and then making a decision at the end about where we want to spend it all, which is always fun. So I did a little digging into receivers and their success rates against different types of coverage man and or zone i then went a little bit further and i found some data on teams that predominantly play a lot of one of those two base defenses and what i came back with was the rams play the most zone coverage in the nfl 87 percent of pass plays yeah mike evans is banged up the bucks are starting to look a little bit like a team Mm-hmm. God, Godwin is like a, I, you got to lock him in. He's getting like 12, 13 targets a week on top of it. So all he's got to do is continue to get the amount of targets he's getting against a defense that favors him. 
falls into the end zone, he's 20 points. And people aren't thinking about him because the Bucs haven't been playing well. So I've got him. Um, and then another cheap option, if he plays, and I don't know, it, it sounds like he's practicing, you've got him right there as Lazard. So the Lions play man coverage at the fourth, fourth highest rate in the league, and Lazard wins 87% of his man coverage routes. Yep, and getting and Rodgers doesn't want to throw it anywhere else. Yeah, I was reading something that uh, a lot of places think this is going to be Rodgers, you know, comeback game, his dominance game, mm-hmm. where he's going to start reasserting himself as a premier QB. Yep. So if you plug him in, that leaves us a real nice chunk of change for our other receiver spot, and I have somebody in mind for it. But if you plug Lazard in, and yeah, we, in. I think we've got – so that leaves us with a lot. Now we can go up and we can take our pick at receiver – from honestly either guy here works because they're both just smashing one of them more consistent than the other let's just play Tyreek I mean the Bears have nothing left on defense the Dolphins have not I mean I know we've got Mostert in there too but they've been scoring a ton of points every week like Tyreek's targets I had to look at it twice just to be sure that I knew what I was looking at he's getting like 15 targets a game he's just scored like 33 points last week without a touchdown yeah it's insane so They've not Miami's not shown the propensity to just run the ball into the ground, no matter how bad the Bears are. And that defense is going to be certifiably terrible now. They've lost their only yeah, two they're... playmakers. So, but if you want to go down to Waddle, it's a little bit of a riskier proposition because he's been very hot and cold. He's had like 30-point week, 10-point week, 25-point yep. week. So I don't know if we want to roll the dice there, but it does leave us with 7,600. Do you see anybody in this zone that you like, or I... should we go a different direction? I, I love like the, uh, I think we all probably think Minnesota is going to win this game mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. Washington, but if we think it might be high scoring, like I, I really like penciling McLaurin in, mm-hmm. um, you know, yep. uh, either him or Gibson are going to get into the end zone. Um, yep. And Heineke's not scared. Like you're, we're going to pick up like three or four random points. Um off Heineke scrambles and like <laughs> yep. gotta get out. I I still have memories of that. Like what was it? It was the playoff game against the Bucks in 2019 or 20, where he was willing everyone. Um and and I think like there's there's gonna be an energy with the commanders they're they're getting rid of daniel snyder everyone's yeah. free um jeffrey yeah. bezos coming in hot with jay-z with an offer is that is that the rumor that's the rumor bezos and jay-z some combo <laughs> i saw byron allen's putting with a bid together too oh and robert griffin i saw too was like trying to recruit other people to join him and i'm like what who, what kind of what kind of funding is that going to look like if you're getting fans to join you? But hey, you never know. <laughs> well, good for our G three. Yeah, um, yeah. I I like a stack there. To be honest, like I yeah. I was thinking you were going to go instead of Tyreek, maybe um, Justin Jefferson, but we've exhausted that. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to move on from Jefferson. He's burned us. It burned us by only getting us like 13 points, but it's just, we need to take a break. He'll go off this week for sure. Cause we're moving away, but uh, we have to live with that. So I feel like we've spent a lot of money on the, on the defense tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, but our lineup here, we've got Henneke, Mostert, 
Antonio Gibby, Chris Godwin, Alan Lazard, Tyreek Hill, Gerald Everett, McLaurin, uh, New England. Yep. Anything that like stands out that, gosh, this this seems like too much, and we can upgrade other places. Other times, I've I've looked at the lineup and I've felt like we're stacked. We're stacked. Like this is you know. You got 400 bucks left. My only question is, do you get a better performance out of Everett or uh, Hawkinson? Oh, man, I I just don't care for Hawkinson. He's just never done anything. I think you're better off with Everett. I like the matchup better with Everett this week. I think Hawkinson has more chance to score uh, on a year-round league, but I like Everett's matchup this week better. Well, uh, what's if you click on Lazard, Gibby, what's his? did he practice today? What's his status? Because that might be a place we could pivot. He was limited he's today. Limited. Okay. So if he's if he's back to back limited, we'll go look at receiver again and let's yep. see what we have there for pivots in case we need one of them. Drop in um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do Tyler I mean, Boyd is is actually in a get right spot against Carolina. Tyler Boyd, that's not bad. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't you leave Lazard in there? And if we get news that he's not going to play, you can pivot to your choice of Tyler Boyd and Jacoby Myers. And and I don't hate Gabe Davis either. Yeah, um, Davis. Yeah, I mean, like it's the random game that he goes off for mm. three points. What what yep. was his stat line that I sent you? Two catches oh, for 163 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. this team. Three yeah, for one seventy. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, that's not bad either, right? Because we're looking for splash, splash plays. So if you want to put Boyd Myers or Gabe Davis in there, if Lazar yep. doesn't play, you have our blessing. Everybody has our blessing. Okay. All right. Well, good for America. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts as we as we finish up this lineup? No, nothing really. Just glad to have A.B.'s. A.B. back in the mix with us this week. That, that beautiful face. Yeah, I like being here. No, nothing big for me this week. I don't think there's any, like, re- I don't have as strong feelings this week as I did last week about these matchups and the players. No. But I like our lineup. I feel real strong about that. Yeah, we're in a good spot. This is the best we could do. It's a gross week. It's by by McGavin yeah. or whatever. So we did the best we could out there. Well, you miss out on the Judy um, <laughs> Russ stack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that stack. Yeah, miss out is one way to put that. Absolutely. <laughs> And and also like the number of running back injuries were alarming as I was kind of looking through the the list. Like you'd expect yeah. to see Rashad Penny. Um and yeah, and, and like nothing happening in Green Bay, where I think everyone expected both of them to be like worthwhile plays week after week. So mm-hmm. um yeah, it, it stood out to me like Travis Etienne's a guy. Um, that I want to get into a lineup at some point. I yeah. I don't think it's the right week for him um, because I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. Uh, we talked a lot about DeAndre Swift. He was featured on our Instagram post. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I we're going super cheap at running back because I think it's turning into like a tight end position yeah. that doesn't, you just hope someone falls into the end zone. Um, so, yeah. 
That's Swift it. is yeah. back to questionable again. So back where he belongs. Unbelievable. <laughs> guys just made a glass. It's insane. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. As always, finished up. Dubs will be happy. He will. He'll be happy with us. I think he'll be happy with the money we're about to make him. It's all for Get Dubs. Really. Refinished. Yep. Let's all get the barnacles off the side. Make sure that things looking nice for the spring. <laughs> Whatever Dubs needs, really. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, guys. Later, boys. Bye. See ya. Thank you.